Good evening. I'm Paul Durienzo with the headlines. United States and British naval forces in the Red Sea shot down 21 drones and missiles fired by Yemen-based Houthis on Tuesday. The United States Central Command said no injuries nor damage were reported. On Capitol Hill, Hunter Biden, the president's son, made a surprise visit attending a hearing of the House Oversight Committee that threatened to hold him in contempt for refusing a subpoena. His presence in the audience sent GOP Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene into a tizzy. Outside the room, Biden's lawyer, Abby Lowell, made a statement. Because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. Hunter Biden was and is a private citizen. Despite this, Republicans have sought to use him as a surrogate to attack his father. Hunter chose a hearing where Republicans could not distort, manipulate, or misuse that testimony. And proving once again that they cared little about the truth. Committee Chair James Comer struggled to regain control. He said, Mr. Biden doesn't make the rules. We make the rules. Biden has claimed he would speak at a public hearing, saying testimony from the private hearing the GOP wants would provide an opportunity to twist his words. Meanwhile, Secretary of State Antony Blinken was in the West Bank town of Ramallah today, where he met with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas, urging him to get on board a U.S.-sponsored plan for a Palestinian state. It's a difficult road. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's government rejects Palestinian Authority control in Gaza and adamantly opposes the creation of a Palestinian state. In related news, the International Court of Justice begins hearings on Thursday on a case brought by South Africa accusing Israel of violating the Genocide Convention in Gaza is the first step in a process that could take two years. South Africa says Israel's actions have been genocidal in character. Genocide is a term coined in 1944 to describe atrocities by Nazi Germany in occupied Poland. International human rights lawyer Craig Mokhyber. It can order provisional measures, which South Africa has requested, including a cessation of its hostilities and a number of other measures that have direct relevance. And those decisions will be binding on Israel. Those decisions will also bind all other countries of the world, including those who may be complicit in what it is that Israel's been doing. Malkyber says Israel has a history of ignoring legal action, but a world court decision could have consequences. The decision of the court remains binding on Israel, and I think that the sequence that you would see is that Israel will be called upon to implement the decision of the court if it were to refuse or to ignore that decision the normal next step is for it to go to the Security Council of the United Nations, which has enforcement power. The U.S. will veto any decision of the Security Council to enforce the court's decision against, and frankly, in an act that would be judged as a further act of complicity under the Genocide Convention. And John Quigley, a retired professor of law at Ohio State, says a reputational blowback would affect the United States, too. There was this collective message that was sent by a number of U.S. diplomat in the Middle East a few weeks ago to Mr. Blinken saying, you know, your position in support of Israel means that I have no more credibility with the public in the country to which I have been assigned. More than 23,000 Palestinian civilians have been killed by Israel in Gaza. And in Washington, House Republicans kicked off their effort to impeach a cabinet member for the first time in nearly 150 years on Wednesday. Republicans want to impeach Homeland Security Department Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for what they claim is his failure to stop asylum seekers from entering the United States at the southern border. 
And in local news, New York City has begun evicting asylum seekers from hotels as the 60-day limit for families and city shelters has run out. At an intake center for single asylum seekers at a former parochial school near Tompkins Square Park, the migrants spoke with WBAI. Where are you from? Mali. Where are you from? Guinea Conakry. Where are you from? Senegal. Colombia. I'm speaking English illiterate. Uh -huh. Why are you here in America? Why come all the way to America? I'm come. I'm come America in, um, in October. In October 12th. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't understand. No, this um, in uh, the the car. The car. I'm come to California. You like USA? Yeah. I'm like New York. You yeah. like New York? Yeah, I'm like New York. Okay. I'm like I'm like New York a little bit, but I'm not have the the the, the sleeping. I'm not have the bed. This I'm come here to take the number. But I'm go to uh, I'm go to uh, the uh, the sleeping the room. But I'm wait the two week two week three week. Right now I'm not home. I'm one to home. I'm, I'm I, I have call. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sleeping the 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 stop the stop train. I'm I'm sleeping the stop train. I'm not I'm not home. I'm not bed. I'm 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 tired. I'm very very tired, my brother. I'm very very tired. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Paul Rienzo, New York.